On this journal style podcast, I share my day-to-day trials and triumphs in growing two Shopify product businesses in real time, not just the headline stats after the fact. Join me as I share from my kitchen table in Adelaide, Australia. I started my online businesses in 2020 and have grown 150% in revenue year on year, and I became profitable for the first time in early 2023. I find navigating the small business world feels less daunting and less lonely when I listen to other people share their experiences. Perhaps you find the same. So if you're tired of being all the marketing roles in your business, or you just need more customers, I offer expert Facebook, Instagram, and email marketing strategy support because your business and my business will continue to grow when we are the driver of the steam train, the strategic thinker and the problem solvers, not busy heads down being the one stoking the coals. Hey, welcome to Aussie Online Growing on Shopify. This is episode number 64 and it's 10 reasons to start a subscription on Shopify. You can actually run a subscription on Shopify and I don't know if a lot of merchants do subscriptions or if it's something you do or maybe you've thought of doing or have never thought of doing. I started a subscription box six months ago back in June 2023 and I've learned stacks of stuff in the last six months but this episode is a bit of maybe encouragement if you've thought about doing a subscription or wonder if it's worth you doing or not doing and can you even do it on a platform like Shopify because I want to give you 10 reasons to start a subscription and on Shopify because that's the platform I am on with my e-commerce websites that you can actually do it on the platform but more importantly no matter what platform you're on here are my top reasons why it's such a good idea to either start doing or even just to consider starting to do and if it's something that maybe suits your business if you can see how maybe it will suit your business or if you think it could work or something you want to explore or maybe these reasons you think I don't reckon it's work you know will work for me at all and not something you want to pursue but if you've never thought about it or you have thought about it let me give you my top 10 reasons why I totally think you should and why I think it's fantastic to do a subscription service and not just because it seems like everything in our life is becoming subscription based. Uh, Lots of things are, hey, over the years, lots of things that used to be a once off payment suddenly have become subscriptions. The first thing that pops to mind, well, apart from things like pay TV, of course, but something like, uh, like my Microsoft membership. Remember, you used to be able to buy Microsoft suite outright and then you would buy the newer version if you felt like it but you didn't have to (laughs) and now well it's a subscription at least I'm pretty sure for everybody it is I certainly pay yearly subscription now so things like that have changed over time so there's plenty of good reasons for that subscriptions are incredible let me tell you my top 10 reasons I came up with why I'm so glad I started a subscription box this year and why I really love it and will continue to make it a seriously meaty, significant, substantial part of my e-commerce store heading into 2024. The top one, my favorite reason too of all of them, this is the first reason but it's also my top reason for sure, is the predictable revenue. Let that sink in for a minute. If you're in e-commerce like me, Maybe you're thinking about getting into e-commerce or you have been in e-commerce for a long time and you have a website. Predictable revenue is so incredible. It's such a powerful tool 
and it's incredible it's so um well predictable is good about it because e-commerce is so unpredictable in a lot of ways it just feels good it's a real calm feeling i have overall about my e-commerce store knowing that predictable revenue is there takes this massive amount of pressure off me from the day to day of watching the numbers and analyzing things too closely like too closely it's probably not for my own good so knowing when i early on in the first couple of months i had about 20 subscribers it felt incredible and i have 50 subscribers now which is not small a small amount i'm really proud to have 50 subscribers it's very small in the subscription world i'm well aware 50 subscribers is a tiny drop in the ocean as far as subscription boxes go and how many merchants have hundreds and hundreds of subscribers or thousands of them even i'm very proud i've built up to 50 subscribers now as of november 2023 and it feels incredible amazing everything phenomenal all of those great big words i love it i feel so good to know that on the 1st of december the 1st of january there will be this revenue that just automatically bills that day and comes into my bank account and into my business's revenue there's nothing quite like that feeling you feel like the work you do for customers day to day for the next sale or chasing the next sale or chasing some new customers or chasing returning customers is a lot of work we put a lot of effort into that when we sell products the work you put into a new subscriber it feels like that work is like pays you back over and over and over and over again so the work you do to get that subscriber feels like a lot of work like it does any other day of your business in e-commerce getting customers but there's this back-end automatic thing that happens it doesn't happen with your regular customer base where it just repeats and repeats and repeats it's incredible it's so incredible it feels great it's predictable it's amazing and it helps prepare for things it helps you kind of look forward to certain things and get prepared for them i know that on december 1 when my december subscribers renew and they're all billed on the 1st of december i know that revenue or part of that revenue is going straight to buying the stock and inventory for february 2024 i have about two months in advance I had a couple I had an extra month in advance not long ago I was even further in advance planned but I've had some really big bills come in throughout November and my bank accounts are looking like disastrously lean so I'm looking forward to December 1 and being able to use some of that revenue for a couple of things buying the stock for February subscription boxes and also paying a big bill I got from my bookkeeper that she's holding on to graciously for me knowing I'll be able to pay her in a couple of weeks time for a lot of work she did in setting up for GST on for me and my website and getting that sorted and also integrating a software that helps kind of sync PayPal and Shopify um, with with QuickBooks and kind of get that going a little bit more seamlessly uh, so she's um, got a big bill coming for me and I feel okay about that knowing 
that I'll be able to rely on some revenue on the 1st of December. Whereas normally in e-commerce, you can't bank on those sorts of revenue numbers as definitively as you can with a subscription service or a subscription box. So I'm loving that. That's my favorite thing about a subscription box or a subscription service, anything subscription, even printables, uh, one item that subscription, even shop and save. It doesn't have to be a curated subscription box. Is there anything you can do on your website, in your product range, in your inventory that's renewing? Do you know what I mean? Like that's consumable. Do you sell soaps or candles or skincare or, I don't know, trampolines or chicken coops or dog food? Like some things lend themselves really well to a subscribe and save type model where it doesn't even have to be this extra work you do where you set up a whole new product line and curate something new. It can just be a subscription that renews for your customer as a matter of convenience for them and saves them a bit of money. It takes the worrying about replenishing or restocking from them so they don't have to worry about it. You're providing convenience for them. But the massive benefit to you as a business is incredible because it just renews automatically and that revenue becomes something you can like project and look forward to and rely upon. So I've gone on enough about my favorite point number one. Okay, so number two is a boost to my overall revenue. Who's likely to join a subscription service? Think about it. If you're considering a subscription service, who's likely to sign up? And it's probably your existing customer base. And 100% I have found that. When I look back at my subscribers who've joined so far, a very small percentage of them have been brand new customers who've never shopped from me before. Like very small as in probably 10% of my subscribers were first time shoppers. 90% of them have been my existing customer base. So you are more than likely leveraging your existing customers and encouraging them to become even more loyal to your brand by starting a subscription box service in and in doing so boosting your overall revenue. So the boost in my overall revenue when I looked at my October 2023 revenue stats and compared them to October 2022. So October this year I had a subscription box. October last year I didn't have a subscription box. My revenue is up 95% on October 2022, which is almost double the revenue this year compared to last year. And I'm 100% sure a lot of that is because of a subscription box. When I look at the 1st of October, just that one day of revenue, on the 1st of October this year, my revenue is up 1,400% on October 1, 2022. So the day that my subscribers get billed on the 1st of the month, for October this year, that revenue has equaled 1400% increase on the 1st of October last year when I didn't have a subscription box. It's incredible. My returning customer rate for all of October was 74%, which is crazy high. It's creeping higher and higher, and I'm sure that's because of my subscription. I have um I have pros and cons to say about that statistic of a returning customer rate. It's far too high. I'm going to wear those people out and exhaust them financially. <laughs> They'll have nothing more to spend with me if I don't try and get more new people also into my brand as well. So I don't love that that percentage is so high, but it, it makes sense because of offering a subscription service that my returning customer rate would be so high. 
Number three reason why I think you should consider a subscription box or a subscription service is it helps you manage your inventory. You can plan ahead for inventory knowing what's likely to get billed or charged down the track what inventory you'll need like I know looking at my subscribers now for February next year if I have 50 subscribers now and I'm actively working towards getting new ones every month so I'm replenishing those who cancel so just this week uh, two subscribers have cancelled so they won't be getting a box in December I'm also working in the background to build a wait list to make sure that I can replace those two subscribers and grow it a little bit for December so if I look ahead to February next year when I want to be buying my next lot of inventory for my February subscription box, I know that I need at least 50 units of something or 50 packs, 50 boxes to be able to make up in February. And maybe I'd add a bit extra in knowing I want to grow my subscription. But there's less guesswork. You're less kind of taking stabs in the dark about what my customers may or may not like. Because my subscription box is a mystery, they don't know what they're getting. They know the theme, but they don't know the products. It's a great testing ground for me. It feels like a bit of a playground where I get to like use my subscribers to get exclusive products. Massive perk for them. They love it. They get to all these exclusive products that other customers can't purchase. But at the same time, I then get to find out from them what they loved, what they didn't love. And then consider adding some of those popular things to my regular product range that other people can shop or my subscribers can then go back and replenish and buy something that they loved from a previous subscription box. So there's so many benefits as far as your inventory goes with having a subscription box. I can even use inventory that I've got on my shelf that hasn't moved very well, that's kind of sitting around gathering dust by incorporating that into an upcoming box, which I'm actually doing for December this year. I've got one product of mine in my existing range that hasn't sold particularly well in the last six months and I have plenty of it. So I'm incorporating that because it suits the theme enough that I think it's a good match, it curates, it looks well together, it goes well together. I'm gonna to put that into my December subscription box. So it obviously ups the value of the December subscription box that I offer customers. But at the same time, it's using some inventory I've already got and I've already paid for a long time ago. It makes something new. Sorry, it makes something new for my customers again. Does that make sense? Like the product I have in my range already, it makes it exciting for my customers again because they see it in a subscription box which means it gives them ways to use it and gets them thinking about this product in a new way when perhaps they haven't seen or haven't thought about it for a long time or never even bought it for themselves. And now it comes to them in a subscription box and it gives them a reason to use it and perhaps gets them excited about a product I have already got sitting on my shelf. That's like a whole, whole massive benefit. That's just point three. How many benefits is that? Just in point three, all about helping you with your inventory by starting a subscription box. Point number four, the opportunity to connect. I have a Zoom as a bonus for subscribers. Once a month is a Zoom catch up and it's been the most fun thing I have ever done every month. I've only done it now twice. I've got the third one coming up this week. It's been the most fun evening ever to do with my subscribers. I had no idea it would be this much fun. I should have started it ages ago. It gives you the opportunity to connect with subscribers in a new way 
and I get great feedback from them. They are, after all, my VIP customers. Someone who signs up for a subscription service of any description is an incredibly valuable, loyal customer, and I really value their feedback month to month. I have changed up quite a bit with my subscription box since I started because I'm pretty new at it still. And lots of the suggestions and ways I have changed it up have been based off of subscribers and the feedback they have been giving me month on month. Point number five, why I think subscription boxes are amazing, is it really, really helps with social media content scheduling overwhelm. You can really reduce a lot of the overwhelm of social media with the subscription service of any description, a subscription box or a subscribe and save physical products, printable products, anything, even a service type product or a software, whatever it is that you decide could work maybe for your business as a subscription model. It really helps with social media content scheduling. Uh, this is an example obviously of what I do. You can get a lot of juice out of a subscription every month and you literally rinse and repeat. You just do the same process each month with your new content or your new products or your new month rolls over and over and over. I can celebrate new subscribers on Facebook and social media and in a blog, on um, email. I can celebrate new subscribers that join up. I could write a blog post. I can go live often. I can go live when new subscribers join. I can go live to unbox my subscription box. I can go live to show what customers have made by them sending photos to me with their subscription box supplies. I can go live showing what I've made with my subscription box products. I can write a blog about all of those things as well. I can do social media posts about all of those things. You like social media stuff galore, like you have content coming out of your ears with a subscription service. I can do content about the lead up to a subscription box, like a wait list. I can grow a wait list. I can say the cart is open, the cart is closed things are selling, here's a sneak peek of what it might look like, this is next month's theme, this is how you get yours, here's a behind the scene, join the waitlist, here's the reveal, and here's some user-generated content from customers, they've sent me about how they're using their products or making with their products. There is so much you can do with a subscription box and a subscription service with your social media and even blog posts and emails, all of that content and marketing stuff we do, that's so necessary in our small businesses, can really benefit from a subscription box. It will absolutely suck up a huge amount of that overwhelm, particularly if you feel that sort of overwhelm, because you will find so many ways to use your subscription service in your content that you're already creating. It's gonna give you stacks of avenues for new content for sure. And then, like I said, you just repeat it the next month. So genius. It just goes on month and to month to month, particularly if you change up the theme every month, like I do with my subscription box. The theme is different every month. I literally start from scratch every month with a whole new set of content to promote each month based on the new theme. Point number six. Here's the number six reason why I love a subscription box and why I think you should totally consider one too. The efficiency of it for my business this didn't sort of initially sink in. The first couple of months I started my subscription box, this didn't make any sense to me. It wasn't a point I would have ever been able to identify. But now six months in, I can really see this is beginning to come to the forefront as time goes on. And as my subscriber base is growing, the efficiency in the sense of 
I can take almost a full week out of my month as a little bit of downtime, a bit quieter, a bit resting, a bit sort of low gear almost. When I think about my subscription box and how it rolls over month to month to month, probably one week every month becomes a bit of a a downtime, a bit relaxing, a bit of a holiday or recharge week. And then I feel like the other weeks out of the month are all have their own little tasks and projects that help make my subscription box tick. But I quite like that sort of pattern. I think it's really efficient because like I said, I'm not chasing the sales day to day in the same way. So if I have very little sales or low sales for one week out of the month, it doesn't have the same negative effect on me now as it would have beforehand. When I think about remembering that I'm building towards this big revenue day, I'm building towards the first of the month. And I know that's something that's coming that's predictable and reliable. So if sales are low, in the first week of the month after every or say the first second week of the month after everybody's been billed and got their boxes and no one's shopping in the second week of the month it doesn't affect me the same way as it used to because i know that there's a build-up period coming to then that same revenue hitting again at the start of the new month i really quite like that i feel like that's a really efficient way to run a business it gives you some definitive like busy periods and quieter periods like I said, I feel like I feel like I'm not chasing the sales the same way day after day after day. I feel like I can step back a little more and look at things that are a bit more like I've a month at a time and see that kind of pattern to take stock and feel oh, like have a proper break for a week and be okay with that, knowing that there is this revenue coming down the track. The other thing about efficiency that I was really surprised about. It makes total sense. I just hadn't really thought it through until I started doing it. And then I thought, this is so cool. Do you know, it takes me the same time to pack 50 subscription boxes as it takes me to pack 20 regular orders, actually probably 15 regular orders, I would say. I can pack 50 subscription boxes in the same amount of time as maybe 15 to 20 regular orders and that's because of course my subscription box is identical everyone is getting the same box the same theme the same products the same supplies that I have curated for them so I line them up and I'm literally dropping products in identical over and over and over again so it can take me the same amount of time to do 50 of those as it takes me to process and print and pack and ship maybe 15 to 20 regular orders that come through my website that have got varying things in them. So this is incredible. It's so good. It's incredible to think about the efficiency component of a subscription box. On the same note as well, with my subscription box for November, I made a massive error with the supplies I ordered. I didn't realize really at the time when I ordered the stock like four months ago because I was that far ahead that it was going to be so time intensive to split it all up and separate it into little packets and boxes and put my branding all over it. It was a really, really, really time intensive process for November, like far too much. It took me far too long. So I'm becoming a little more cognizant too of how long things take as far as my time or um, someone that I pay to help me with it as well, their time. And is the time really worth it? So my December box is much 
uh, sleeker. It's going to be much more efficient even just to pack one box, let alone 50 of them. So there's lots of different layers to this efficiency too that you can drill into and really maximize your time to make sure that you are doing the best you can with the time you have. The other part as well about efficiency is it's cost effective more and more over time. This is cool because, you know what, if I buy 20 units of a particular product, it'll cost me, I don't know, two bucks, let's say two bucks for 25, $2 per unit if I buy 25. From the same supplier, if I buy 50 of those units or 100 of those units, that price drops to maybe $1.50 per unit, $1.15 per unit, 95 cents per unit. The efficiency drops, sorry, the efficiency increases over time because as I grow my subscriber base, the price per unit drops. So I actually increase my profit margins the more subscribers I have. You'd think it would be the opposite. It's so interesting, but the more subscribers, the better my profit margins become because I can buy more in bulk. I can place an order with a supplier for 100 units instead of 50 units or 300 units instead of 100 units and I'll get a better price per unit out of that equation too. The same is true for Australia Post. If I'm shipping 50 boxes, my postage discount from Australia Post is one thing. If I'm shipping 300 boxes, my Australia Post discount is completely different. So even on the shipping, I'm getting back a margin as well based off of what my customers pay me to ship their products. So it increases also efficiency in that sense too over time. The bigger my subscriber base gets, I've got more opportunity to make more profit per subscriber box than I did months ago. So that can only increase as well if I stay super careful on how much I spend and what my budget is per box. Number seven reason why a subscription box is so cool and I love it and I think consider it too is revenue plus, I've called this revenue plus. This is so interesting. I had no idea, but in the last couple of months in particular, this has really come to the forefront and it was probably happening in the first couple of months too, but it wasn't to the same scale because I only had a few subscribers. As the months have gone on and my subscriber base has grown a little bit, this has become an even bigger, bigger portion of my revenue pie. Customers and subscribers, sorry, subscribers shop in the lead up to them, their subscription renewing. So they shop in the lead up to the first of the month. Customers know that they're getting a box from me that's going to come to them early in the month. They know they're going to be billed on the first of the month for that box. It comes already. They're paying for it on the first of the month. So many customers are shopping now near the end of the previous month knowing I can pop it into their box. So I get messages from customers. I've now made a big deal of this. I've talked about it lots on social media. Make sure you shop, you know, the last week of the month. Remember, I can just pop it into your subscription box and you have free shipping. So my subscribers in the last week of the month can use the free shipping option to place any order they want from my website because they know that if they're happy to wait a few extra days, it's gonna come in their subscription box for them that they're already paying for. So I checked the stats on this because it was crazy. And the last seven days of October, 2023, knowing that they had a subscription box coming up on the 1st of November, I gave 
subscribers a coupon code called more m-o-r-e that gives them free shipping and i spruik this coupon code everywhere i possibly can particularly on my facebook lives every week i mention it 11 customers at the end of october shopped and bought stuff and placed an order knowing i could put it inside their november subscription box for them 11 customers in the last seven days of october that's more than one customer a day placed an order in the last seven days of october knowing that they were about to be billed for a subscription box on the first of november <laughs> so they spent more they'd like they're not even just like not spending as much on my website because they're a subscriber the opposite tends to happen they're actually spending even more it's a little bit crazy how this works out but I have heard subscription box owners say this over and over again and I I didn't really believe it was true till I am now finding it for myself. My subscribers spend more than ever now, even though they're subscribers and they're already paying for a box every month. In fact, when I looked at the last seven days of October, the average order that customers place was about $30 and that's basically the cost of their box. Their box that they get billed for on the 1st of November is $29.90 plus shipping. The orders that these 11 customers were placing throughout the last few days of October were about $30. So they're willing to basically spend at least the cost of their actual box in extra shopping and extra stuff, knowing they get free shipping for that little extra shopping they're doing because I can pop it inside their subscription box. This has been, like I said, this is a very new perk that I've only really identified obviously in October. I was very surprised in October, this stood out to me massively, that 20% of my subscribers placed an order in the last seven days of October. That's a conversion rate of 20%. I think I just said that, 20%, 11 customers, 20% of them. That's a crazy good conversion rate for anything in e-commerce. I'm really proud of that. And that's a perk I never would have identified or thought about or even known existed at the beginning because if it did happen in the first few months because my subscriber base was so small it was harder to probably identify as a real perk but as my subscriber base is growing this perk compounds so if I end up with the same conversion rate at the end of November of 20% for my December subscribers and I grab myself some new subscribers for December then that revenue continues to increase and compound over time based off of that conversion rate of customers who are going to place an order near the end of the month knowing I'll just pop it inside their subscription box. It's amazing. Really, really cool stuff. That's such a cool perk. Number eight, one thing. Number eight is one thing. A subscription box can actually be just one thing. You can do a subscription box, a subscription satchel, a subscription envelope, a printable subscription, a service or software type subscription on one thing. It doesn't have to be a whole box. It could be one thing. Like I said at the beginning, it could be something consumable that you already have that you sell that customers might just want to replenish or renew and you offer it purely as a convenience for them. I actually started a subscription in November as well, a brand new subscription and it's a printable subscription. I branched out and decided it was time to offer something different but similar. So I'm offering a printable subscription now as well. I got three subscribers in November when I launched it. So my very first three subscribers signed up for my printable subscription. I'm very excited about that. One of them is an existing customer, but two of them are brand new. 
which is a really good stat. That sort of percentage is crazy good that two out of my three new subscribers are brand new customers and that could be because a printable subscription is much cheaper. So it feels much less like a barrier to entry for my customers or someone who's followed my brand for a while to be like an easy, oh yeah, I'll give this a try. It's only $8.90 a month. How, you know, how bad could this be? I'm not committing to lots and lots a month. It's just $8.90 and, you know, they'll see if they like it and give it a try. So I think it's attracting a different type of audience, sorry, or a different type of customer within my existing audience. I think I'm calling out a different type of customer. I'm highlighting a different type of customer. I'm giving them an opportunity to offer them something special and unique inside my existing audience base and my existing followers and and social media followers and email subscribers as well, people who are on my email list. This is just something a bit different that I think is attracting a different type of customer out of that existing audience. It doesn't compete with my main physical box at all. It's complementing my main box and it's printable and it's the same amount of work, which is what I love about printable. How good is this? If you are in e-commerce, we envy people who are in the printable space for good reason because printable is the same amount of work. I can spend one hour creating some printables for my subscribers for the three of them in November. I could spend one hour creating some printables for my subscribers if I had 300 of them. You literally spend the same amount of time doing the work that could be the revenue could be 100 times different. I love that about printable. I sit down and create some printables and it maybe takes me half a day because I'm new at it. Well, in a year's time, I could sit down and spend half a day still because I love to do it, but I could be getting 100 times the revenue for the same amount of work I'm doing. It's exponential, the printable subscription world. So I love that. I'm looking forward to that down the track, that sort of perk um, for my business down the track, not only for the reliable revenue every month of $8.90 per subscriber, but the capacity that it won't take me any more time in my business than it already takes today to service those printable subscribers, whether I have three of them or 300 of them. So I love that about printable, anything printable, but a printable subscription even more so. So you can do a subscription with one thing. I'm doing a printable and customers get uh, three printables from me. You could do one thing in a subscription. Like I said, it could be a subscribe and save. It could be replenishing something. Or you could do a fully curated box like I do as well. Number nine, easy to set up. You know, with Shopify, it is actually easy to set up. There's a few apps out there and widgets and things you can get to plug into Shopify to facilitate a subscription service. I use Paywell, like P-A-Y-W-H-I-R, L Paywell, but there's lots of other ones out there too. I have found Paywell amazing. It does exactly what I need it to do. It's a bit clunky to find the admin, the background of it. Do you mean like the back end of Paywell is a little clunky? It's taking me a little bit to get the hang of it, but it it facilitates my subscriptions perfectly. It does everything I need it to do. I don't need it to do anything crazy complicated at the moment. So the free plan is all I've been using, and it's just a percentage of the transaction becomes the fee you pay to pay well for the the using that software to be able to do that recurring um, charge to somebody's account or to their credit card or what have you 
but there's heaps of options out there. You actually don't need to leave Shopify. If you're already on Shopify, there are ways of working a subscription on Shopify. So you don't need to start a whole new website. Like don't go out and do something brand new if you don't want to. You can literally create a product in Shopify. That's how you start. You just create a product, call it whatever. Mine's called the Turtle Treasure Subscription Box is a product. And then get some sort of um, app like Paywell or one of the others that are out there. And then you link it to that product and you set up all the parameters that you want to for it. And number 10, the last one, I was like, last, last one, this is a long list. I'm so glad I do a subscription box after I'm convincing myself why this is so good. It's lots of fun. It really is lots of fun. I have really enjoyed making the most of a theme every month for my subscribers. I've already got some themes planned out for 2024 as well. So I'm getting a bit of a list together of some themes for next year. I've really enjoyed making the most of different times of the year and then leaning into those as a theme. It's been very easy to come together with 12 uh, monthly themes. Or even if you did a subscription box every two months, you could come up with six monthly themes. I have really enjoyed curating the box for my subscribers. I really love to find the unique products match them together. I feel like I'm really putting time and effort into creating something really valuable for them and special that they're just going to love and feel like they've received a special gift from me that has taken me lots of time and effort and love and attention, putting it together just for them. That's felt really special. I've really enjoyed lavishing that sort of attention and love onto my customers. I really have. If you're looking to check out some ideas, like have a look at my subscription just for some clues or some ideas. If you new to this and you have no clue where to start or you're just curious what mine looks like uh, to, to match it up to this episode it might make more sense for you then um, you can find uh, find me on Facebook the turtle journal um, my name is Rachel it's the turtle journal and I have a subscription box I talk all about it on my socials you'll see it on there or if you find or on the website too the turtlejournal.com.au there's a whole section on there too about my subscription box but if you see on socials you'll see I talk about it pretty well every week on my Facebook live and I have lots of content that comes out each month too about it it might just get your your cogs turning too and give you some ideas and some inspiration if you're considering entering the subscription world space or maybe you are in a subscription box and you want some ideas or some tips or tricks or like totally reach out and let me know about it. I'd love to hear if you do a subscription box already. That would be so interesting. I'd love to hear all about your subscription too. I hope you found this episode helpful of those 10 things. Let me read them all back to you. Hey, let me go back to the top and read them to you. So here's my top 10 reasons why I think you should start a subscription box. My favorite thing, predictable revenue. Number two, it boosts your overall revenue. Remember, uh, my revenue was up 95% for October this year based off of October last year. And it definitely increases my returning customer rate. It just goes to show that the customers you already have who are loyal to you will actually spend even more than they already are. So it will boost your overall revenue. Number three, inventory management. Number four, an opportunity to connect with your customers. Number five, it helps with content scheduling or social media overwhelm. Number six, efficiency. Number seven, revenue plus customers even shopping more in the days leading up to their subscription renewing, knowing they can pop, you know, their little order they've just placed on the 29th of October. You'll put it into their box for them in the first couple of days of November. So like even more ways for them to shop and to um, to boost their your revenue even more. 
Number eight, one thing. You can have a subscription box with one item, one product, one service. And number nine, it's easy to set up, like probably easier than you imagine if you've never done it before. And number 10, it's heaps of fun. So I hope you found this episode helpful and encouraging, uh, maybe motivational, just gave you some really cool ideas to think outside the box or get you maybe your cogs turning about an opportunity perhaps you've never considered for your business before about ways you can integrate a subscription and maybe some reoccurring reliable revenue into your business which is incredible i hope my diary style podcast has been an encouragement for you as we spent this time together sharing some real-time challenges and wins of growing a product business head to my website you can reach out for a free discovery call if you're considering advertising on facebook or instagram or maybe email marketing you just need some more customers you can find me at aussieecommercemum.com.au it'll be linked here in the show notes if you're looking for it I'll see you next time. Keep learning.